Good morning and welcome to the first Sober Heathen Paranormal Podcast. This should be interesting. Uh, we'll get started right after we hear this uh, kick-ass music from Lonnie H. Uh, again, coming through with one hell of an intro. Check it out. tell you what what a way to get pumped up before doing a podcast this music uh thanks again money man it really just gets you fired up really gets me going and uh i wasn't going to do this uh for a while but uh started working on the graphics a little bit and then money sent me the the um the the music and i was like you know what i never prep for shit anyway so i might as well just give this a give this a go so one of my uh Guilty pleasures. Uh, it used to be a lot uh, more of one. Uh, I used to be guiltier <laughs> when it comes to paranormal stuff, but it was something that I did for a long time. I really dove into. I mean, I I went as far as I was trying to become a uh, MUFON, which is the Mutual UFO Network uh, field officer. And uh, you know, I had a bunch of different uh, like MySpace pages and Facebook pages built on. Uh, I had a, uh, a page called Grip. And GRIP was an acronym for Guild of Researchers Investigating the Paranormal. And I thought, this is what I'm going to do. Well, it turns out alcohol took over, and what I do is recovery. But I still uh, I still like thinking and talking about the paranormal. So what I thought I'd do is this will probably be kind of a short one, but just to kind of see uh, the feedback that I get, I kind of put together a list of some things that, uh, that I've witnessed um, and been through or heard uh, firsthand from another's account. And one thing I think it's important uh, for the skeptical side of me and, and anybody that listens to this is uh, personal experiences are not evidence. You know, we can experience something and somebody else can experience the same event and we can come away with a pretty, pretty drastic uh, differences in what we saw and what happened. So with that in mind, I'm still going to go ahead and share some of these things um, and just for just for fun. Let's have a little fun on the Sunday morning. Uh, at 6.30 a.m. So, when I was really uh, deep into this thing, and you know, I, I feel like, well, let's let's go back to the beginning. So, I was always a fan of the paranormal. And the first thing that really got me hooked was, uh, I believe I was in middle school, uh, probably 6th, 7th grade, and I crush on this girl. And the small town that I lived in, um, Everybody's prefix to their phone number was the same. It was it was four six five, whatever. And so 
all I needed was the last four digits of uh, this girl's phone number so I could have it. Now, I was too much of a coward to call her, but uh, I wanted the number anyway for whatever reason. So a buddy of mine pulled out his sister's Ouija board, and we asked a bunch of questions. And then finally I said, dude, I'm going to ask it for this girl's phone number. And so we, uh, I said, can I have the last four digits of so-and-so's phone number? Well, the, the little piece starts to move slowly. And, you know, we did the whole, are you moving it? No, I'm not moving it. You're moving it. No, I'm not moving it. You're moving it. And anyway, so it came to four numbers. I would say the four numbers, but I've already said the prefix. So I don't need her parents. If that's still her parents' home phone, I don't need them getting a phone call. But it gave four numbers. And I ran downstairs to the phone book again because we had the area phone book and it was easy to find. I looked under the last name and sure enough, there was a number 465, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't believe it. So excited. So I went, I remember going to school uh, the following Monday and I asked that if it was her phone number. And she's like, yeah. She's like, how did you know? And so that was like pretty exciting. And that opened the door to this middle school age kid to like, wow, there are things that aren't supposed to be real. And then, you know, I was still at a young enough age, I'm like, oh, is this the devil? You know, because I was raised in a Christian Christian home. So there's a lot of thoughts going through my head, but I was still, I was far too um, intrigued by it to be afraid of if it was something evil, right? So that led me into high school to, to, to continue to be interested in it. I remember doing uh, printing off spells. <laughs> Uh, with a buddy of mine uh, in our uh, computer class. That's what we call a computer class. It was basically surf the internet, and I listened to Godsmack every day. But uh, I remember printing off these spells, and he he had a crush on this girl, so he wanted to do a love spell. And uh, I told you this is going to be fun. So I remember reading on these websites, like, you have to do it exactly as it's supposed to be done, or it's really going to screw you up. So... Long story short, we didn't do it how we were supposed to. So we were supposed to have some sort of cauldron. I had a coffee can. Uh, you're supposed to write in red marker. I only had a pink highlighter. Um, and I, I think we we're missing something else. But we went ahead and did it anyway. He went through and he said the spell. He threw it into this coffee can. It was supposed to burn. And that was supposed to send it out into the universe or whatever it was supposed to do. Well, we had this little tiny fire going in this coffee can you know the air can't get to it you know we had no idea what we were doing and so he's reading the spell I'm like oh dude hurry up the fire's going out and he hurry up he said it and he threw it in there and i was like oh man it's not going to work because the fire well must have been a gust of wind or something because when that paper hit there and it sat there for about a second it just kicked right up and that burned the shit out of that paper kind of crazy so we're like okay well we'll see what happens well I don't know if anything happened between those two or not. I don't think so. But what I do know that happened is I'm laying in bed that night. And this is in my backyard when we where we did the spell. And I'm laying in bed. And all of a sudden, my dog and I were, were laying there. And all of a sudden, there's a pounding on the front door, on the wood door. Now, we have a screen door that's locked at night. And that rattles. when So somebody would have to open that up to pound on the other one. But it's always locked. Somebody was pounding on the door. My dog jumped up and flew down the stairs. And he's at the front door just going ape shit. And my room happened to be right above the front door. So I'm looking down and there's nobody outside. There's no cars. And 
I remember there were three knocks. And if you know anything about paranormal stuff, you know, threes are supposed to be something. They're supposed to be demonic. They're supposed to be a potentially evil. Or at least three is a, uh, you know, it's a prime number. It's, it has something new a lot of times with these things. So that scared the crap out of me. And I, I really didn't want to do any more spells. So, so that's kind of, those are two things through middle school and high school that kind of really got me going. And so it just grew and it grew. And then MySpace came. And I remember uh, trying to follow pages that talked a lot about the paranormal. And I remember following this one guy. And he was talking about, um, he, he would do videos and he'd blur his face out. And he would talk about being abducted and all these things. And I remember listening to him like, dude, you're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. You're ruining the paranormal experience. You know what I mean? Like liars like this would give us a bad name. He's talking about being in a tub, you know, full of this uh, gelatin type thing, substance, or this gel type substance. And then he was talking about how they took samples of his, uh, of his fingertips, the skin on his fingertips, and in between his fingers and the palm of his hands. And I'm like, man, you can, why would they do that? That makes no sense. So fast forward a couple of years, I, uh, I had three dreams, but I'm just going to tell you about the one. So I woke up in this dream and I'm sitting in what I, what I can best describe as like a dentist chair. And there's a light above me, kind of like being at a dentist. And there's this being standing up to the side. And I, when I woke up, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be awake and I couldn't let this thing or person know that I was awake. So I remember just kind of staring forward and trying not to blink and trying to act like I'm awake. And this being was taking some sort of, uh, object and going around my ears and it sounded like a zipping it was like zip, zip, but there was a puff of air with it around my ears and then i remember him going to the other side zip, zip. and what's crazy is he took this little hook type thing and picked up my hand and started lightly scraping on the tips of my finger and in between my fingers and then the palm of my hand the exact thing that this guy, not the exact thing, but um, similar to what that guy was saying on MySpace. Now, this was years later. This could be just remembering it, right? That could absolutely be the case. But it was pretty crazy. Um, so when, he, when it went to my left hand, I looked over, and there was like a smile on it. I can't remember its face, but there was like a smile, and it was just like, ha, I was wondering how long you could keep this up. And then I freaked out. And I remember jumping out of the chair and I took off running and I felt something grab my head. And it was as if I was being pushed forward and pulled up at the same time. And I landed on the floor and bam, I woke up in the chair and then nothing. It went blank and I woke up in my bed and I was like, whoa, what the hell just happened? So again, that could have been my subconscious remembering the story from this guy and putting it years later into this experience. I'm, I'm totally um, okay with that being a, a plausible explanation. So what one of the strangest stories that I heard secondhand comes from my great grandmother. And she is a devout Christian, reads your Bible every day. Um, you know, she was going to church every Sunday when um, she was able to. And everything is God. Everything happens because of God. Um, and so it was strange one day I was driving home from work and I called her 
as I often did, to see how she was doing. And she, she said, uh, Scotty, I got to tell you something. She's like, last night I saw two angels in my bedroom. And I was like, whoa. So immediately the, the paranormal inside in me is like, ooh, what, what's this all about? So I'm like, well, okay, what do they look like? She's like, well, I don't know. You know, I, I, It was dark. It was really hard to say. I'm like, well, just describe it the best you can. And she said, well, they were standing at the side of my bed, and they pulled a blanket over my head, and then I went to sleep. I'm like, okay, but what did they look like? Well, they weren't really that tall. I was like, okay. And uh, they didn't have any hair, and they had big black eyes. And I remember driving, and I let go of the steering wheel, and I was like, oh, my God. You've seen aliens, Grandma. And she's like, what? No, they were angels. She doesn't have really any concept of what gray aliens, like my buddy here in the microphone, um, if you're watching. Um, she doesn't really have a concept of what gray aliens are. And this woman described to me what gray aliens look like. They're not very tall. If you know anything about gray aliens, they're supposed to be about three to four feet tall. And uh, no body hair and big black eyes. So... That was another, you know, that was a first-hand experience by a reliable witness as far as I don't think she would lie to me. Now, did she really see what she saw? I don't know. Maybe she was remembering something from a show that she watched, you know, a long time ago. That definitely could have been, um, definitely could have been the case. So, either way, I think it was very interesting. Um, these are just a couple of the stories that really got me into the paranormal, um, I would love to talk about this more. I'd love to hear other people's stories and get their thoughts on these things. I know that it's uh, not everybody's cup of tea, but uh, it sure does uh, sure does give me a little bit of excitement to talk about something a little different than recovery. Um, I do want to say there are some things that are, if you are interested in this, you can look up the Rendlesham Forest incident. That is where it was a military, uh, a forest near a military base. Um, where a craft landed in the woods, and two officers approached it, one touched it. Uh, there's a lot more to the story, but if you look up Rendlesham Forest, it's a fascinating story. Also, Betty and Barney Hill is another great story to look into um, about an abduction. Um, and they did uh, uh, oh, uh, hypnosis to go back and kind of relive it. And it's the, the tapes are available to listen. It's very fascinating. And then one of my favorite ones is, I think most people would know the movie Battle for Los Angeles, but uh, there was actually like a real event that happened where an unidentified flying object came over this military base and they fired hundreds and hundreds of rounds of anti-aircraft um, uh, ammunition at this thing. And it turns out later on they said that it was just a blimp or a weather balloon that they, they shot down. It's always with a weather balloon, you know what I mean? But um, that's another good story that if you're looking to get into the paranormal, these are some things that you could read about and, and kind of uh, just kind of dive into. And it'll tickle your fancy if you haven't read into them um, yet. I have a bunch more stories. I, I had... Uh, I've done a couple uh, ghost investigations inside a couple of different homes. I would love to share those sometimes, but today I think we're just going to keep it brief uh, just to kind of see and test the waters to see if anybody is interested in this kind of stuff. And um, I'm sure you'll hear from me again later today with some recovery stuff. Again, 
Thanks so much for listening to the uh, Sober Heathen Paranormal Sunday chat. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, talk soon. Take care, guys.